0: Hey, BitParaders, Mike here. Just wanted to give a short uh, programming note before we uh, start the episode. Uh, first of all, just uh, sorry for disappearing for a couple months there, but uh, we both got pretty swamped with uh, different projects. I was on a off-Broadway show called Trevor, and I really didn't have much time to do much of anything beyond uh, doing the show and orchestrating for a couple months there, Um But we're hoping to get back onto a schedule, maybe not every two weeks. Maybe it'll be a little loosey-goosey, but uh, we still want to keep the podcast going because it's so much fun. And um, also mentioning all that, just because we recorded this episode, I believe, in October, and I just got around to mixing the song and mixing the episode. So um, that's why all of our references are about Halloween and fall, and I believe I might use the word post-pandemic at some point because this is all pre-Omicron. So um, so hopefully that explains a couple things. But anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you for the next one. Bye. Hello and welcome to Bit Parade, the podcast where we play hits and flops from video game history and transform them into song. I'm Mike Petrie, and with me, as always, is my friend and collaborator, the Boomer to your co Eli Bolin. That's me. I am exactly that thing. How are yeah, you, man? You are 100% <laughs> Boomer.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm close to a Boomer. You know, when I was a kid. Uh. My my parents were were Baby Boomers, and it's yeah. Well, they had that thing. Did your parents ever have that? There's like a Trivial Pursuit baby boomer edition? <laughs> no, it's not. And my parents had Maybe that just when I was a normal one. My parents had that when I was a kid and so yeah. it, and the, it's funny thinking about how little I was and how close I was in time to the things that were being asked about at oh, the sure. time I was a child. And how they I think they still make the baby boomer edition, but and the questions are probably all the same, but now we're like 30 oh, yeah, years farther away to,
0: like, a from generation. All that shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Trivial Pursuit is such a not fun game <laughs> that when I was in college, I really like wanted to get good at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then but the sports category just always screwed me over.
1: Yeah. Just impossible. The sport, yeah, the sports category was always tough. There's actually a Beatles Trivial Pursuit, which was okay. given to me as a present a few years ago, and I was like, well, I'm gonna nail this. It seems then, like a like, good
0: present for Eli Bolin.
1: It's in theory, it's an excellent present for me, but half the questions are about like the photographs on like old single picture sleeves. So, unless okay. you're familiar with like all of that nitty gritty, you're going to wow. get those questions wrong. And I and I consider myself like more of a Beatles expert, I think, than like most people. Yeah, and and if it was like questions about like Beatles history and songs and relationships and instrumentation, right. I I would nail that game. But it's like, what is Ringo holding in his right hand on the the picture sleeve of the <laughs> of the uh, Swedish edition of the "I Feel Fine" single? That's terrible. And it's like, well, how the fuck is anybody gonna know that unless they're like like that's the kind of nitty gritty that even yeah. even I don't know. And also. Again,
0: the sports category in the Beatles trivia. Just yeah. impossible.
1: What What is? Uh, what was John Lennon's favorite Japanese volleyball team? <laughs> what was George's uh, golf handicap? <laughs> Probably had one. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, uh, how was your week, my friend? Or oh. uh, how was your month? Yeah, man, what a month. Been a while. What a, what a month. It's been a while. Been a while. It's like I have to look at my my calendar to see what happened well did did a did a big concert that's true that we we did together at 54 yeah, 54 below yeah uh an establishment in new york city uh part owned by the the legendary mr michael feinstein that's true um and that was fun that was a fun, yeah. night, fun first
0: night. public uh performance of a bit parade song that's right by yeah. mr alex brightman yeah broadway nice. star
1: we- of broadway yeah, if you want to, if you guys want to see a, um, a video of um, a Broadway superstar singing Monster Party live in concert, um, maybe we can drop a link uh, in the link tree. Go to oh, our, yeah. our Instagram good. page, click on the link tree, and by the time you hear this, it will be there for you to listen to. And yeah. our Twitter feed will, will post it there.
0: Totally. Um, and also, I found that if you Google Monster Party Brightman, it comes up,
1: it's already there, yeah, there you go, yeah, he did an amazing job on it, and definitely yeah he he understands what's funny about it, and yeah. uh really really did an amazing job, yeah, so I think the key is if we ever do a concert of uh all the songs from the podcast, we should probably mm-hmm. just ask Alex Breman to sing <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we'll get we'll get
1: a bunch of people, yeah.
0: Uh yeah, and I played guitar for that concert. That was fun. Too. It was my first uh, guitar outing uh, post pandemic.
1: Oh man, that was go. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good night playing a um, band, and you know I was just like raising the kids and shit. There was big, there's was a huge. <laughs> storm. I think that big storm with like the tornadoes and stuff happened while we were? Oh on yeah, Break yeah. and and we had like flooding in our basement over here. Oh my god. Um. So that was that was pretty wild. Um yeah it's been it's been a big, big month. Yeah. Um, but you know, people aren't here to hear about my month, but they are here <laughs> to hear about your month.
0: <laughs> um, let's see my month, actually, my big thing was your concert. <laughs> That's what I was going to talk about, so check. <laughs> we um, did it. We did it. I guess my other thing is, uh, I went to a Ren fair like about three weeks ago.
1: Oh yeah, let's talk to, well, how's the Ren fair?
0: The Ren fair, it was cool. It was, uh, it was fun. It was. I had a turkey leg, which was a little dry, but it was still good. Uh, Margaret it what- you, it made me a doublet, like a velvety doublet. I guess not oh. velvet, but it was some costumey fabric.
1: It's a nice thing about having a costume designer as a as a partner. it's, it's very
0: good, man. Everything I get from Stitch Fix gets hemmed. It's great. She's Brilliant. a master. Yeah, that's great. Right. You always you never have to worry about a suit
1: not fitting you. Exactly. Um, was it one of those giant turkey
0: legs? Yes, it was huge. about the size of like my forearm. I feel like I've never had one of those that's not dry. I mean, I kind of assumed that they were all of them, but I asked some other people we were with, and they were like, hey, is your turkey leg dry? And they were like, no, it's great. So oh, man. maybe I just have high turkey standards.
1: <laughs> yeah. This
0: is just hard to get the moisture to sink all the way through sometimes. Yeah. There was mead, too. The mead was better than... I liked it better than other people liked it. I mean, it's like $12 for like a little glass of it, which is uh, what you'd expect, but I don't know. It's like a sweet, fizzy wine. That's what mead is? Yeah.
1: Sweet, fizzy wine. I would just call it sweet, fizzy wine. I like that, too. SFW? SFW, yeah. What is that? What does SFW mean? Oh, I'm thinking of SWF for single white female. <laughs> 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 SFW is just um Stone s- Wimple
0: Pilots. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to fit stone wimple pilots into it. I think stone I got the letters. Wrong. Stone, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. SFW stoned Fimple. Femple. Wilets. Wilets. Yeah, that's it. There you go. But uh, yeah, that's uh, my week. It's uh, that a lot of, you know, I work from home on orchestrations and a lot of it's stuff I can't talk about. So there you go. So it's all, I'm very mysterious. It's just, you know, that going to Trader Joe's, going to the fruit stand. I also got like a bag of like little gourds. Those have gone a long way. Oh, I'd I think period. I got those at Target. But yeah, really, when, when you live in a one bedroom apartment, you just need to get one bag and all of a sudden it's falling in your apartment. You just, like, lay the gourds around, do a little decorating? Yeah, there's, like, three in front of the TV. You know, one in the bedroom, one over here on my uh, desk. We're we're gourd crazy over here.
1: I like a nice gourd. I like the gourds that are... We went apple picking the other day, and they had, um, near where you check out, they have, like, mm-hmm. huge um, crates filled with pumpkins, and yeah. there's, like, one that has, like, all the weird-shaped gourds in it. Love that. Like, the multicolored... Like twisty gourds that look like yeah. corkscrew penises that you know, like, <laughs> like the kind of like pigs have, like really weird. Well, I, I would have thought
0: you'd going with ducks, but
1: ducks too, ducks and yeah. pigs
0: got the yeah. corkscrew penis. There you go. They get, they got fucked up hogs.
1: Yeah, that's why you um, that's what you come to our a video game podcast for is to <laughs> talk about animals corkscrew genitalia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like a I like a good gourd. Yeah. Some good gourd variety. There was a we bought a each kid was allowed to pick out a, a pumpkin, and so Walter picked out one that was like this weird gourd that had like on the bottom of it it looked like a, a star. Uh oh, like okay. a star shape, but it had like five bumps in the shape of a star. But Walter just called it his five butt pumpkin because it had <laughs> five
0: five bumps. That's awesome. He's like, This is my five butt pumpkin. Are you uh are these gonna turn into the jack-o'-lanterns?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but I think, I think we're going to carve one of them and we might just like draw on the other one. Yeah. but We have a lot, lots of squirrels and raccoons out here. So oh, sure. we have to do that thing where you like spray paint, like you, you spray the pumpkins with hairspray. Oh. So, like, I don't, I don't remember that being an issue when I, like we did jack-o'-lanterns growing up in Southern California. Sure. I don't remember like setting them out and then them immediately being chewed up by animals. Yeah, but that happens here. You put a pumpkin out and like within a couple of days you start seeing chunks getting like you go out in the morning and there's chunks missing.
0: Huh? Yeah, well, I don't remember having animal issues with with pumpkins when I was a kid. We definitely we had a, a raccoon issue once, but it was not pumpkin related. Yeah,
1: oh, last night we were watching um that show uh Only Murders in the Building. Oh yeah. Which is which I I enjoy and and highly recommend. Yeah. And um, we all of a sudden we looked just like looked out the window uh, <laughs> on the back porch and there was this huge raccoon just walking oh around. Um, But I mean, that's that's pretty normal out here. We have we have raccoons. Yeah. OK. Always trying to get in the trash, knocking the trash over. Love that. Love that for us. Love that for you guys. <laughs> that's that's. You know, there's there's trade offs between apartment living and, and <laughs> true home home ownership for right. sure.
0: Less raccoons, uh, uh, more, um, just general things that suck.
1: Oh yeah, for example, like we had to get our our boiler serviced for the the winter time. Yeah, because we're gonna start using the the heat soon, and so we had uh, our plumber come, uh, and he came and he's like, "Well, you're getting a lot of backdraft here." Uh. At, in your boiler where it vents into your chimney you should really get your chimney cleaned um so we got these he's like you should use these guys and i love my plumber we've used them for like yeah. six, six years almost so i was like okay so I'll call these guys and these guys came uh the the main guy came and he said mm-hmm. he said wow you're getting a lot of backdraft let's open let's open up the wall here and okay. so he opened up the he took off the the pipe that goes into the wall where the chimney is and mm-hmm. and he he pulled it away from the wall and all this shit fell out and he's like oh my god like the inside the basically what happened was the interior of the chimney had collapsed oh my god and fallen down and was blocking where all everything from the boiler vents is supposed to vent out through the chimney wow and so they had to reline the inside of the chimney run a new pipe up through the chimney for everything to vent out clear out everything that was in the chimney Half of like the hole where the pipe goes into the wall it was it's like that when they had had done the job, they had like, it was like half the hole, like where there's a hole where the pipe goes through was like sort of like half cleared away, and there was like pieces of rock just kind of like jutting out instead of it being like a clear open hole. Yeah. So like part of the pipe that was going in was like s- smoke like steam and like was like venting. into into pieces of rock as opposed to just like cleanly going up through the chimney. I see. So it ended up being this like emergency job because he's like, oh shit, like all this stuff could back up and like the boiler could like, not like a full on explosion, but like it could like it could like the boiler could die. There could be like a small like it, right, it, it, it was. It was yeah. very very bad. It was dangerous. Wow. Um, so what I thought was going to be like a two hundred dollar chimney cleaning ended ended up being like a twenty five hundred dollar emergency repair.
2: Yikes!
0: God. <laughs> and this this was like two days ago. Oh my god! <laughs> so you just never know. I guess but you, you can now look at your chimney and be like, now you're a good chimney.
1: Yeah. Now it's a good chimney. Yeah. It's, it, now it's Now it's in, in the, the best shape it's ever been in. And the thing is, like, now I'm thinking about, like, oh, wow, like, every winter has been like a powder keg for the last like five years. Yikes. And I just had no idea. Oof. So there's the trade-offs. Because whenever trade-off. something like that happens, you just have to deal with it, and you, have to, you just have to pay for it all. And you need That's to have, make sure you have some money so, so, you know, socked away so that in right. case shit like that happens, you
0: can pay for it. And then you don't have that money anymore. <laughs> the difference is like living in an apartment when something like that happens, you just think, well, this is how it is now. I know that's not getting fixed.
1: Right. Because you have to, you're relying on someone else to fix it. Right. And you have no idea when it's going to get fixed. Exactly. And you have to harass and harass someone to fix it until it gets fixed or not fixed. Right. And so in, in the case here, it's like, well, it has to get fixed. And it's going to get, and you know that it will get fixed, but you also just, you have to pay for it. Yeah. And it could, it could be a lot of money. Yeah. Woof. Because I was like, uh, you know, when we were like, after the kids were in bed, I was like, well, I didn't know when I woke up today that I was going to be spending $2,500 on fixing the (laughs) chimney. And
0: I love sort of just getting like the scope of home ownership uh, from, from talking to you about it. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a lot of that. Yeah. Is
1: uh, you never know what to expect. Whether it's your your basement flooding or <laughs> your chimney collapsing really. and deadly natural gas possibly leaking into your home, unless you Woof. have an emergency repair. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> but that's but then everyone's okay and
0: no one that's dies. That's all you can ask
1: for. That's all you can ask for.
0: Yeah. Speaking of everyone being okay, <laughs> what you've been playing? Ooh, what you well, I'll tell you, um we've
1: been playing uh in our house, so I myself just for relaxation continue to play some casual new leaf cool cool uh it's still there I'm yeah. playing maybe maybe once or twice a week. I did play last night for longer than I have in a long and in quite yeah. some time, so I was able to pay off um uh whatever like the latest iteration of my home loan is nice. to to Tom Nook Yeah how many rooms you got now Uh let's see I got so I got the you know the first story second story I had expanded my second story and then on the first floor I have a side room Okay oh, um, cool. so my next option now that I've paid it off I'll see if if I either want to like expand the second story mm-hmm. expand the side room get another side room, I think I can like add a basement room, oh yeah, yeah, um, and then i I need to pick a new public works project, yeah, um, you know it's, it's i i I still find the whole thing very relaxing, and then every time I try to describe the game to Alice and
0: she's just like, it just sounds like like work, it just sounds like work. it's like no, you get to like clean your chimney, you spend a whole- yeah. b- lot of bells to get it, you know to upgrade it, mm-hmm. It's exactly what i want right now
1: yeah and i figured out this whole thing now where i can like um if there's any like really like dumb thing that i'm like given by someone that I, d- I don't want it instead of just like selling it to the the retail shop mm-hmm. i'll put it in the the flea market and apparently yeah. like if you if you i guess the most you can sell something there for is like 4 times its value minus 1 bell <laughs> okay and if you put it up for that and then you like you go into the shop and there's someone there like browsing.
0: You can, like, you can nudge kind them of do it,
1: right? You nudge them to it until they're like, Oh, I'm interested in this. <laughs> and as long as it's like, not doesn't cost more than that, they'll yeah. probably buy it. That's awesome. Um, but most of the money I get is from, uh, beetles and sharks when I go to that Island. Oh yeah. And now it's Halloween month. I talked to some, pumpkin-headed guy, I'm going to, he said, like, will you be my assistant on Halloween? And I said, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? So um, so um he gave me a werewolf mask. Oh, that's very good. And so now I have that. And so now in, like, the, the Able Sisters shop, which is where you buy all, like, the clothes and hats yeah. and stuff. So now there's going to be, like, masks and costumes there for the whole month of October, which I'm supposed to accumulate, I guess. Very good and like that will somehow pay dividends when halloween turns around which means that i have to play on halloween. Oh, of course. Or or set the the date and time to halloween whenever i do play. Yeah, do you know uh, what
0: the uh what the event is like? I don't.
1: I've never played on halloween before. Okay. So, i'm ex- i'm excited, but i i hope it's very spooky. <laughs> I hope so too. And then we've been playing um Well, Walter's been playing a lot of... uh, We picked up Pokemon Shield. Oh, cool. So he's very into that. Nice. And that's basically all he is playing. Uh, Up until recently, we were doing another family playthrough. I think we discussed this on the last episode, so it was going on for a while. A family Mm -hmm. playthrough of Link's Awakening for the Switch again. Oh, right. Yeah. And Walter got really into... Building dungeons for Dompe.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Like, really into it, like, much yeah. more than I ever was. Um, so, he was building, like, these really elaborate dungeons. Very cool. And then also, like, the kids, like, still, like, really love, you know, for today's episode, haven't really been playing, they haven't really been playing Mega Man X too much, mm-hmm. but are really into, still into Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3. Um, in particular, and I went ahead and got a week or two ago the Mega Man Legacy Collection for the Switch, oh, which cool. is like the first. It's all like all six, and I didn't realize there were six NES games. Yeah. Um. So it's all six NES games for that you can just play them on the Switch and has nice. like the, a rewind feature and and all that good stuff. I um, think I
0: own that and have like never opened
1: it. Yeah. So he was playing that a little bit. Um but he uh he's he's so deep into shield right now.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: Which to me it's like it's so funny how like all those games basically seem the same to me. It's yeah, just totally. like like the the play structure and the fighting structure and everything is just like the, the Pokemon that you can have as your starters mm-hmm. and the majority of the Pokemon that you catch and like the layout of like what cities you are. Yeah. Changes. But the the the, the general idea of like you go see like a scientist or a professor and they give you like your first Pokemon and then you're right. like wandering around and you're like battling other trainers. Um and then you like go to gyms and like, and like the the structure of the fighting and everything and like building up your Pokedex and all that stuff. It's like, I'm like all these games basically seem kind of the same to me. Whether it's Pokemon Red or Blue or or Yellow or, or or this, they're like so similar to me.
0: Have you heard of the new one that's coming out uh, next year called Pokemon Legends, uh, Arceus or? I've heard of it. Yes, I don't yeah. know much about it. Yeah, I don't think they've told us much about it, other than like just what's in like a couple of trailers. But it looks like it might be a, a kind of a different thing for once.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's maybe like the origins of how people like met up with Pokémon's, and it, it's been a while, honestly, since I saw that trailer. But I know it, it did look pretty interesting to me. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is worth uh, checking out again.
1: I saw the trailer. I haven't, I mean, I saw that there was a trailer. I haven't watched it yeah. yet, so I need to do that. I, um, I, I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, I was excited that, like, they remade Pokemon Snap and that was coming out because I, you know, we were, and then Walter played it for, like, we have it. And I'm sure we'll circle back around to it, but, like, we played it for, like, a couple, like, less than two weeks. And then right, we, like, right. moved up, moved back to, like, something else we were already playing trying to think if there's anything else that
0: i'm forgetting but i i think that's basically it what have you been playing uh you know i've been playing a couple of things and i'll try to not linger on any of them too much um but i think last episode i did hint that i was wanting to play the ace attorney chronicles uh so i did finally get that and i'm pretty far into it i didn't realize that it's actually two games that i guess came out in japan like maybe five years ago or something like that Um, so I'm pretty deep into the first game where you, I don't know, it's, it's like classic Ace Attorney, you're a lawyer who also does all of his own investigations, but, uh, it kind of takes, the first part of the game takes place in Japan, and then you end up going to London, and it's around like the turn of the 20th century, Hmm. so um it's kind of really interesting there's a lot more like political dynamic going on with you as a like japanese person and having like all these white people kind of talk down to you as like what they see as an uneducated foreigner even though you're sort of like quite capable and quite smart Mm -hmm. but are also having to be very polite to these people that are being rude to you yeah um and then you team up with uh Herlock Sholmes, which I might have mentioned. Yes, you did um, mention Herlock Sholmes, which is amazing. <laughs> the uh the royalty-free uh Sherlock Holmes. And he's really good at like finding clues, but he's very bad at making uh competent deductions. So you end up having to help him um sort of put the pieces together in ways that actually make sense. But uh having only played the first ace attorney game, it's I don't know, it's really fun because like the, the court, every court scene is, I mean, the, I feel like the investigation and, like, kind of going around talking to people, gathering clues is pretty slow. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue is a little bit overwritten. But every, once you get to the court and have it to, like, put the clues together and, like, interview people, it's pretty exciting and it makes you feel like a genius. And I just still think it's so wild that there are aspects of this game of, like, oh, this is not how law should work
2: mm-hmm. like because
0: I did two two cases like a couple days in a row and someone that was like a witness from one case then is like part of the jury in this other case Another, <laughs> and it's like this is a conflict of interest and like there's also people that are um you you're able to interview the jury members and they like I don't know. They say shitty things about you being Japanese or like they say, I just want to get out of here. I don't care what the verdict is. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think you should be allowed to be a juror. (laughs) I don't think this is how it works. But you know, part of the part of the game is having to convince the jurors and sort of like pit their preconceived notions against each other. And it's, this is very satisfying. Um, And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty close to the end of that. I'm, like, on the fifth chapter. I just started it. Oh, nice. Um, Another game I've been playing is called Man of Medan. And that's, uh, like, a spooky game I've been playing on PlayStation. Margot and I wanted to play something. We played this game called Until Dawn a couple years ago, which is, uh, it's, like, a really scary game, but it's not, like, there's no action in it. It's all just sort of, like, timed button presses and making decisions and like deciding what to say in dialogues and stuff and we were able to finish it in like two sittings really it's like less than you know four hours but only so we had like a team of like 14 or five teens and three of them died uh we're on the spooky ship And so because it's so short, it's kind of like, okay, we can get back in there and try some different decisions, try to get a better ending. But, uh, you know, it takes place like you're like these five teams that are going on like a scuba diving expedition. But then you come across this like, you know, World War II uh, warship. And guess what? There are ghosts on it. So uh, this is navigating that. Oh, and you end up on the ship because like, like pirates have found you and see you as like, like, Oh, these, these kids have some money. So it, it's very complicated, but, uh, but a pretty fun. I mean, it's uh, it's just a spooky good time, which is what we're looking for. Especially in this month of months. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we were, you know, until dawn was a similar game. Uh, we played a couple of years ago and we we're just trying to chase that high because that was so fun. Um, but the game I've been playing the most is a game called death loop that came out like two or three weeks ago for PlayStation. And one of the most fascinating games I've ever played, it's like a first person shooter, which is not really my jam, but it's like also has a groundhog day, like loop cycle. So you are basically you're on this Island where everybody knows that they're in a time loop. Um, But only you and one other person, this person named Juliana who's trying to kill you, you're the only people that retain your memories. Mm -hmm. And so you are trying to find a way to break the cycle, to like get off this island and break the time loop because you're sick of it. And she is trying to keep you from doing that. So she wants to kill you. And she'll show up at random places. And it's like, okay, Juliana's here. You have to deal with this now. Um, But what's so interesting about it is like, There are basically four major locations on this island that you go to, and there are different times of day. Like, there's morning, noon, afternoon, and evening. And you go to these different, like, times of day, but, like, the time isn't moving in real time. So once you're, like, you know, at uh, the downtown area, you can really explore at your leisure. And spend as much time there as you want and not have to worry like Majora's Mask that like, oh, okay, I got to, I got to hurry up and do all these things. But it, it does a similar thing of like, you're mainly gathering clues about how to, how to get off the island. And there are like eight characters who are like bosses called visionaries. And you're really trying to like change things so that they will all go to, you get them all in the same room so that you can kill them all in one day. Mm-hmm. And that will break the loop, and so I'm like very close to finishing it. But it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just really unique in how it handles like this gameplay element that I haven't seen before, with a really interesting story woven into it.
3: That's um, awesome. Yeah,
0: Death Loop.
1: Um, before we move on, I think I should mis- mention I, I I haven't played it yet because I haven't downloaded it, but. I think you were the one who pointed out to me because you know how much I love the Super Nintendo game ActRaiser. Oh yeah, that they have uh, announced
0: and already released, I believe, a Switch remake
1: of ActRaiser.
0: Yeah, they announced it at the Nintendo Direct. I was watching it live and it was like out now. It just Yeah, like, they like uh, dropped uh, released it like um, yeah, as soon as they announced it. So
1: I have to I have to pick that up because I love that too. game.
0: Yeah, I really liked it too. I yeah, that's one I would like go back to and like play on emulators. Yeah, me too. That's a good one. Did you ever play the second
1: one? I did a little bit, but it, it didn't have the RPG element. It was just the yeah. side-scrolling action. I was like, you you didn't understand what was good about the first one. <laughs> exactly. Why How did, did you not you... know
0: that this is what was so cool about this game?
1: Yeah, because my favorite part was honestly the world-building part. So yeah. like, if I remember, like the action part, like. It's not that great. It's so it's fine. It's yeah. it's pretty standard hack and slash and the controls were never like great. It was that kind of like standard slightly clumsy. Yeah. Um hack and slash kind of stuff. So it was um but it the, was like a fun way to break up the a little bit of the monotony I guess of the yeah. um uh stuff that was happening above ground. Where you're right. like, you know, you're like this god and you are oh, right. helping the the townspeople like expand their uh community you're like helping these like communities grow basically. Yeah. By like you're like clearing clearing brush away so they can like uh the town like they can like build homes in this direction right. and you're like curing their cattle of these diseases and you're like right. healing their sick children. So you're and like you're, clearing uh, up marshes by sending sunlight. Yeah. And then yeah. there's like demons down on the ground and you're like smiting the demons with like arrows oh, right. and things like that. Um and then eventually you have to go down and do these side scrolling areas because it's like the demons have like totally taken over this area and the people are like, you know, under the control of these demons. And then mm-hmm. so then you like zoom down um using those mode seven graphics where everything <laughs> spins around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like see so you like zoom in and you um, pilot wings? Yeah, Pilot Wings, a lot of those games were like that. Or even yeah. just like Bowser's clown copter. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it like spun around like that was mode seven.
0: I so, remember getting into a fight with someone over whether Super Nintendo or Genesis was better. And I I brought up mode seven and they were like, Well, Genesis has mode eight. And I was like, I know you're lying. Yeah, that's not a, that wasn't a that's thing. That's not a thing yeah I remember there this
1: there like, there's lists of differences between the two things, and it's like I think ultimately it was just about like what games you liked better exactly and I was I mean, always, we said it
0: last time that uh you know Mario is a virgin sonic likes to fuck <laughs>
1: I'm like, yeah, that's right, <laughs> we did say that,
0: and it's true i remember to this day it's it's
1: true it's true, um Each of those spikes on Sonic's head is actually a... uh, (laughs) Fully functioning. Fully functioning phallus. Yeah. Fully functioning hedgehog phallus. (laughs) Anyway, so that's, that's that. Let's talk, let's talk Mega Man X.
0: So this is a game developed by, developed and published by Capcom, our old friends, uh, for Super Nintendo in 1994. Uh, some other games from that year. Also in Super Nintendo are Super Metroid, Donkey Kong Country, and Final Fantasy uh, 6/3. And of course, <laughs> this is a spin-off of the original Mega Man series that started on NES. And there's a lot of lore to this game in this series, which I will not get into, because it's much too much for me to care about, but basically the premise of this game is you are Mega Man X, a sentient robot created uh, 100 years ago by Dr. Light, and you're charged with uh, saving humanity from a robot uprising. And like most Mega Man games, there are eight bosses that you uh, have to defeat in whatever order you choose, and a final boss... Uh, known as Sigma. What else? Oh, the game starts, unlike other Mega Man, there is a prologue level, uh, which kind of teaches you basics of how to play, but also it has an unwinnable boss battle and a little bit of story, because then you fight this dude named Vile, who handily defeats you, and then your ally, this dude in a red suit and with long bill- billowy hair names, uh, named Zero, comes and saves the day. And he tells you, he basically sets you out on the quest of like, hey, you need more power. You need to like be stronger if you're going to take on Sigma. And that's sort of what sets you on the quest to defeat these other robot uh, mavericks is what they're called. And uh, like other Mega Mans, you defeat these, these bosses. And when you defeat them, you get a new weapon uh, that represents their power. Like whether it's like a, a flame thing or like an air... I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. There's like homing missiles, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an action platformer. One of the big thing, a hallmark of all Mega Man games, is like what order do I choose the bosses in? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, the weapons will be very strong or very weak against other bosses. And what's cool about this game, which was new, is that some of the, defeating some bosses first would affect some of the levels of other games. I think the most notable is if you defeat Chill Penguin. Uh, when you go to Flame Mammoth's level, all this lava that's usually in the level is frozen over, and makes it very much easier. Um, and another new thing is there are like hidden items, like permanent upgrades, like heart pieces and like extra energy tanks, but also new abilities that you unlock, such as like a dash, which is very helpful, um, like a helmet that can bust through blocks, uh, stronger armor, stronger weapon charge. And there's also a secret uh, Hadouken, which is like a Street Fighter 2 move. Yeah. Which I guess I, I tried to get it and I couldn't because I think you also have to like do a weird secret. I think you have to like die five times in, in that level or something, which I didn't know about. But um, but I, I got very close to getting the Hadouken, but I was like, I, I can't do this. Um, What else? Oh, what else is kind of cool about this game is like, you know, previous games have like, all the bosses were something man like fireman uh Cutman, uh cut man but this all was animals um so you get like armored armadillo uh launch octopus uh flame mammoth they're all chill penguin they're all just these mm-hmm. cool uh spooky animals um <laughs> and the other thing about this game is like, I was looking up how many Mega Man games are, and there are so many Mega oh, Man God, games. Oh, God, there's so many more than I realized, yeah. They're just, like, there are even eight Mega Man X games, which I didn't even know. I had no idea. I didn't know that there were six NES games. Yeah. when and I, I was, there are, like, at this point, I think there's Mega Man 11. Like, there is. We were looking at that. Walter,
1: the yeah. other day, was asking me, he's like, can we get Mega Man 11 for the Switch? And I was like, <laughs> 11?
0: Yeah. And I think the last three were made in the past ten years, and they are in the old like NES art style. I think in, like I mean, some of the insane. middle ones were on like PlayStation One. Like I think Mega Man. Yeah, they 7 jump around between
1: between platforms because there's yeah. six on the NES, and then there's eight Mega Man X games, and then we, at one point we were playing, I guess on, we were playing something called Mega Man Powered Up, which is like. Mm. Um, like a remake of Mega Man 1 with like better graphics, but it was oh, only on the PSP. We were playing like an emulator <sighs> wow. of that. Uh, There's also emulation. Mega Man
0: Zero, which I think focuses on that character Zero I mentioned. And uh-huh. I think the first one is more like a Metroidvania, or Metroidvania, where it is just like one big level. Oh, Jesus. Which sounds very interesting to me, but I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah, there's, there's still an insane amount of Mega Man games, and I,
1: I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Like, I, I only knew that there were, like, three, like, the, the three first three NES games. Maybe, maybe I, I knew that there was a fourth one. I'm not sure. I had no idea there was a fifth and a sixth one. I definitely didn't know about those
0: until I, uh, very recently, like, the last week or two. I, I found some GameFAQs page that has, like, a list of all the Mega Man games, and it's, it almost looks like... A hundred games, I mean that's between like mobile, like remakes and everything. But mm-hmm. basically, if you want to play Mega Man, you've got an opportunity. You've got a device, uh, probably within six feet of you, that will play some sort of Mega Man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's Mega Man X. Uh, what do you think of uh, Mega Man X, Eli? Um.
1: I had fun. It's it's interesting. It's like I had a. I played so I came to Mega Man X after having spent a lot of time playing the NES games, primarily 2 and 3 with my kids. Yeah. And I guess by the time I started Mega Man, I started playing Mega Man X before we had picked it for the podcast. Oh, and cool. my initial reaction was like so there were things that I liked about it more than the NES games, which was I thought I thought the controls were easier. Oh sure. Uh, um, I liked, you know, I I I I I thought a lot of aspects of the gameplay were easier, and I liked that there was more variety. I liked that there yeah. were, um, these upgrades. I liked that, um, in general, in general, it just felt like a more upgraded experience. Definitely. Um, I didn't even really pick up on, you know, because I didn't like read any of this lore. Yeah, In advance at all So I didn't know Or really Pick up on any of this stuff About like it taking place A hundred years later um, (laughs) That this is like A different Mega Man That Dr. Wily Wasn't gonna show up Um,
0: All this stuff So like I I believe the long and short of it is like Dr. Light made you to like protect humanity should you be needed like you are a sentient robot but you're too powerful so he just kind of like buries you in a capsule then this other doctor dr kane finds you and brings you to life but like somehow your dna is used to like make other robots and those robots are what cause like all the problems so you you feel this moral obligation to uh to fix it all
1: Cause it is, is, is this is story... some anime bullshit. Yeah, because it's the sto- It's the lore of the earlier games. Also, that like Doctor Light made all the robots, and then they went rogue. Oh. or that Doctor Wiley and Doctor Light used to be friends, or that because it's unclear to me. So, so like a week ago, Walter asked, "Was there ever a Mega Man TV show?"
0: Oh. And
1: so I looked it up. There was, and we watched one episode of it. And boy, is it like it's so campy! It's made by the same people that made the um, the original, like Super Mario Super Show, and like oh, the wow. terrible Legend of Zelda cartoon from the eighties.
0: Now, is this separate from Captain and the Game Master?
1: It's the same same people I okay. think made it. Okay, because
0: um, I remember he was a he was a character on that show too. Mega Man was, yeah.
1: Oh shit! Well, it was it's, a motley I think crew. It's, it was I think like it's the same people that yeah. made made this show, and it's it's pretty bad. And Mega Man is like within like the first two minutes, it's like well. So th- another thing that was just interesting is like so in Japan, it's not Mega Man, it's Rock Man. Oh right, everything's kind of like rock music themed. And his sister is named Roll. Cool. So he's got a sister whose name is Roll. So it's rock and roll. And then in the in the American versions, his sister is still
0: named Roll, but it's Mega Man and his sister Roll, and it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think there's also a character named Bass that I think most people just pronounce Bass.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> so in the in the cartoon series, they explain it away by saying that he builds a robot named Rock and a robot named Roll, and they're brother and sister robots. Oh, man. And then he upgrades Rock into Mega Man.
0: Oh, I see. So
1: he's still Rock, but then he's this... He's upgraded into Mega Man, so it's still like rock and roll, or like the brother and sister robots, uh, cool. to the extent that robots can be brother and sister. This, this um, is going to
0: prove that Doctor Light fucks.
1: Doctor Light <laughs> fucks and has robot and like and like has genetically
0: produced all these robot children. That dude has one Nirvana T-shirt, and he's like, I'm I'm into rock and roll now.
1: Yeah, exactly. He thinks that because he has that shirt with like the smiley face, that's like all the like, the drunk smiley face. That he look what
0: I got from Target.
1: Yeah, exactly. He got it from that section at Target that has like the the Marushan ramen T shirt and the <laughs> there's the like the Mar- Nirvana T shirt and it's got the and like, the N sixty four T shirt. <laughs> the N sixty four. I have that shirt. Oh, that's good. It's a, it's a quality shirt, yeah. and so. You know, and it's interesting, you know, in the um it's funny, in the Mega Man powered up, um I think we're just gonna end up talking about like all the Mega Man games. <laughs> in the Mega Man powered up game where they like remake the first one, there's all this dialogue and like cutscenes that they added. Yeah. And like every time there's a, a boss fight is about to start, Mega Man says to each of the robots, like Gut Man Gutsman and Cutman and everything, he's like, mm-hmm. Brother, brother, what are you doing? Come on. And he's like, No, you're and like, so like Man is like, no, you're the bad guy. Doctor Wiley told me you're the bad guy, and I'm gonna save the world from you, Mega Man.
0: Incredible. And
1: th- and then Mega Man fights him, and then he like he doesn't he never destroys him. in and like the remake, he he just like knocks him out. And he's sure. like, oh, and he and and then like the robot like snaps too, and is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much, Mega Man. Now Take I understand. I was working for a bad guy. Because you hit me good enough. <laughs> you hit me so good. <laughs> So it's like it's like the it's like the remake is like a little like less is trying to be like less, yeah, purely violent in a way that like the NAS games are just
0: like so violent. With What's like wild is I feel like Mega Man as a as a concept just holds up to me. Like it, it feels like it is such a simple, fine premise mm-hmm. that needs no explaining. <laughs> but it seems like this series has nothing but explaining the further it goes on right like, there's more and there's more need to context add more and more presented well, Rockman's upon mega man
1: yeah i mean the the thing that i uh, about the nes games especially but i mean i i find it the case for mega man x2 mm-hmm. um in a in a different way but the the nes games i found are and i've said this to you before this mm-hmm. is that they're punishingly difficult true and i don't know how people beat those games (laughs) just playing them on the nes the because it's all about muscle memory to me those games you have to play those levels over and over and over again until you know have like a split second muscle memory of like well i do this then i jump here and then i wait like a split second and then i like push left and i go down and like I don't know how you beat those games otherwise. And I don't know how I I, did
0: this when I was ten.
1: I can't imagine. Yeah, I I have no idea how you did that because to me, you (laughs) can also be
0: honestly. I I beat Mega Man two in like two days or something.
1: When you were ten. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, I have no idea how you did that. Maybe four. It was
0: definitely within a week. That game is
1: so fucking hard, and that and and if I wasn't able to use the rewind feature i don't know how i ever would have beaten that game
0: you know it might have something to do with it something about like older games where they're played on you know this uh hardware that is fast like not faster but playing like on crt tvs like mm-hmm. the the communication from controller to system to tv is a lot faster than like playing like with Bluetooth and playing with emulation. Mm -hmm. So like there's certain games that are impossible. Like I've heard of people trying to play like Mike Tyson's punch out on like, um, if you're that, that's a game that's almost impossible to play like without a CRT TV, just because like the reflexes are so quick Mm -hmm. and just a split second of delay that is added by sort of playing on like, Modern technology
1: makes it more difficult. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't have the Bluetooth excuse because I'm using hardwired <laughs> USB controllers, so I don't know. Well, <laughs> there we go. There goes that. <laughs> I was trying but, to um, trying to save you. I mean, so the controls on 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 Mega Man X, I I didn't find it be quite as difficult, and I like right. the whole um clinging to walls thing.
0: Oh yeah, that's a lifesaver.
1: That is a is a lifesaver. Um, but I also I don't know what it is. I, I maybe I just like didn't have as much fun. Really? I don't know yeah. what it is. Um, it was it was it was still a fun game. I just mm-hmm. maybe by the time I got to it, I was like, oh, this is nice. This is better graphics, and it's like a little yeah. easier to play. And then I was just like, I'm tired. Ty- I'm tired, Meg Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of Mega Man, and it's oddly enough, I kind of missed that all the bosses were like something man. Oh, really? <laughs> they, the huh. fact that they were all animals, I was like, yeah. I think I think also though, it's like it's like osmosis from my kids because they love. They're still in this phase where they like love pretending that they're the different bosses. Sure, sure. That's so cool. like. Frequently, like one of them will be Mega Man and the other one will be like Cut Man or Guts Man. Those are like their cool. two favorites for whatever reason. <laughs> so they pretend to be Cut Man and Guts Man. um frequent... Guts Man
0: stage is hard.
1: It's because hard, platforms you know, you know who I find very difficult? I mean, this is again, mm-hmm. this is not Mega Man X, but I always found Wood Man to be very difficult.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got that leaf shield. Thing. The
1: leaf shield. When the leaf shield shoots out at you, I find it very difficult to dodge that leaf shield. Yeah. Even when I'm emulating and I'm rewinding again and again, yeah, I find it very difficult not to get whacked by that leaf shield, and it takes you take so much damage from those leaves hitting you.
0: Yeah. He's weak um, against the bubble. Is that right?
1: I f- I don't oh, know man, why I, I still remember that. I always have to I have to look it up every time. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing is like you have to. If I didn't have the ability to look up what order to hit these yeah. stages in, I don't know how you would to get this game <laughs> new when it first came out into like the trial and error yeah. that it it takes it would take to figure out what order to hit these levels in to not have the ability to, to rewind and go back and and... like,
0: Oh, I'll just go to another level. I guess I know knowing me with my like (laughs) high level of,
1: of, of ADHD that I have, Mm -hmm. I, there's no way I would have had to to been able to stick with it too. I would have just like been like, like thrown the controller in anger and been like, (laughs) I hate this fucking game (laughs) it's not forgiving in the way that like a mario game is where like i can like pause catch my breath explore Mm -hmm. different parts of the level um to like calm myself down or go try another level because the map goes in two different directions right you know it's not those and then like when i'm ready to to take on the thing that's frustrating to me, I can go back to it. The thing right. about a Mega Man game is, is like, you just have to do that thing that's frustrating you or you can't keep going.
0: Yeah. Even though like there's the stage select, like each level is very linear. It's like the, the, the goal in any Mega Man level is you get, get a plow
1: forward and get to that boss. Right. Which again, like, you know, speaks to the kind of game that I games that I, I think I've always said that I, mm-hmm. I enjoy the most. Right. So, you know, what are you going to do? But it's it's um it's definitely like you can see how they took everything from the NES games and like took it a step forward into like it's definitely like an improvement in terms of like graphics and gameplay oh, and expanding power ups. It feels like an
0: evolution for it sure. It is absolutely an evolution. It's Mega Man X. It's Mega Man X. Mega Man was X. A Mega Man, now he's got an X and, you know. Now he's got that's an his X. Name. Yeah, it's also, like, a thing that strikes me, too, is, like, it's, it feels like a Mega Man game, but I feel like it's paced a little differently. Like, I feel like he doesn't run as fast as traditional Mega Man. Like, the levels seem like they're not as, uh, they're not, the levels seem a little bit shorter, just because, like, they're they're just a little more dense, it feels like. They're more, maybe, like, action-based. I did not. I feel like you're doing more fighting and less platforming than like in Mega Man 3. And Mm -hmm. that sounds boring to me, but I I think in practice I kind of appreciate that. Rather than like missing the same jump over and over again, which Mm -hmm. I would be doing in Mega Man 3. So
1: some of those some of those NES levels you would just felt like they went on forever. And then if you you could die and go so far back.
0: Yeah, it's the worst.
1: The worst. (laughs) Because you never knew when those the checkpoints were so few and far between.
0: Yeah. Well, another thing I liked is like, yeah, like the boss screens are more. <clears throat> in like older Mega Man's, so it's like okay, this is just the one screen that fits in your TV. But like all the boss levels, or a lot of them, are a little bit wider, so it feels like there's more of a of a place to do battle. Right, it's not you know? just like the one, the one square, and that's it. Yeah, it they all feel around. very different too. And like Storm Eagles is like outside on this airplane base, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's kind of cool. Um, we did you listen to? Uh, did you play the game with the sound on? Sometimes, yeah. Me too. Not I didn't. Pl- I didn't always have the the luxury. Yeah, I played a lot of this on my like handheld emulator on the oh, subway. Yeah. And so I, I didn't listen to the sound for the most part, but then recently, like, I just listened to the music because I was like, oh, I the music of this game is really good, I should like just check it out. And I think, like, it does, I think I like the music of this game a lot because it's that sort of Nintendo, you know, Super Nintendo era, like prog rock sound. There's a lot of like, like that sort of
2: mm-hmm.
0: mixing, like the open guitar samples with like the, uh, the chugging, like the palm muted samples and like a lot of like bright synthy stuff going on, which is sort of like hinted at at the older mega man's. But I feel like it's like, there's so much more of a palette that they're able to play with here. Now, mega man Two, I could like sing you so much
1: of that music right now because that's like, that's the one that was like the hit in my house. Like I have, I have stuck in my head like all the time that I don't even know which level it is, but it's like, Oh yeah. And then when you die, the music that's like, it's
4: like, oh, <sighs> yeah, which um... <screening arguing sounds> also is
1: like, there's a piece of Zelda music which is the same. Oh, also. it's kind of like the. <piercing sounds> Like the fairy music? Yeah.
0: <acrylic> yeah. It is someone. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forget what level it is, but there's this kind of like rock and jet. But na 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 That's good. That's good though. This is all to say I I like the music in this game a lot. That's also, good. I really like uh and the graphics are very good too. Like, and I really like the the design of the uh of the bosses too. Cause they all look very different. They all are like different sizes, mm-hmm. which is another thing that I think separates it from other Mega Men. Is like despite just being animals, they're all different shapes and they move differently, and they have like cool animations like I think like it's launch octopus that like he like points one of his tentacles at you then points down as if he's saying you're going down Mega Man <laughs> and I think that's that's a cool detail. Uh, that's a cool detail.
1: A cool detail. Um,
0: I think I played the bosses not in a great order. I remember you're supposed to start with Chill Penguin and that's probably and then I was like okay I'm going to go to Flame Mammoth because I have an ice beam now and it was useless against them. So I, I ended up using just the the X Buster, I guess it's called, for most of the bosses in this game because mm-hmm. I found that like oh I just don't have the right weapon, but I feel like with enough rewinding and enough like charging it, that that felt pretty effective. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like in older Mega Man games, like your your regular weapon feels kind of useless against most of the bosses until you get that special item. But I feel like this one you kind of have more to work with uh, in your sort of base form. All your base are belong to form. (laughs) Exactly. All your base are belong to bass. Yeah. Um, We should play whatever that game is. Oh, God. That's a Sega game. I forget what it's Uh, called. Yeah, I forgot. Month of Alien. You have no chance to survive. Make your time.
1: How are you, gentlemen? (laughs) Um, what you say?
0: <laughs> Is that something?
1: That's all dialogue from that that cutscene.
0: Oh, I didn't game. know that. I only knew the first line. What you say?
1: Um. How are you, gentlemen? What you say? Ha ha ha! ha. On screen now. All your base are belong to us.
4: All your base <laughs> are belong to us.
0: Zero yeah. Wing. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Zero Wing.
4: Oh yeah. Huh.
1: Well, man, that was a. An it was an arcade mid, game. and mid aughts two. meme fest. <laughs> was it like two thousand four or something that that yeah. was going around? Two thousand two thousand five two thousand six.
0: It was all over the nets. It's up there with the the bad dudes one. Well, should we get into our final thoughts about uh, Mega Man X? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, overall, uh, I like this game a lot. I I think uh, as a series, Mega Man is not as fond to me uh, as other games. So, like, I don't know, but I I still enjoyed this. And it was the game I remember. And I like that it feels evolved from other Mega Mans. So, um, I don't know, as a rating, I would give this like a... Let me find a good word. Um. I'm gonna give this a seven point five spark mandrels. I'm gonna give this a seven x blasters. All right. It's that's...
1: it's a sol it's a solid game. It doesn't what this whole series misses for me, and it's it is is I think just like there's like a sense of like humor and fun and uh, <sighs> that I enjoy. That's like I don't know. Yeah. I, I I still enjoy it. And I still there's there's a lot about Mega Man that I like, but i I feel like if my kids weren't so into the characters and the whole you know, yeah world myth, whatever the heck it is, yeah i don't I would not be going back to the Mega Man well, right, but there's something about it that really appeals to my kids, yeah, and that makes it appeal to me more. But, like, gotcha. for me now, as a um, as a 22-year-old man, <laughs> I... Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, listener, that's not my real age. There's something about... Um, uh, I, I wouldn't be... Pl- I don't know if I would be playing these games now. Yeah. I mean, at the time when these games came out, I would, I would try them and I'd be like, oh, this game is, like, fucking hard. But it, it's, I think it's also just, like, a lack of personality in the characters. hmm you know, like and the Mario games have so much personality, like the, the yeah. Zelda games have so much personality. Mega Man's he's he's a robot. All the characters are robots and machines. Yeah. And there's not a lot of humor. Um, mm. there's not a lot of personality. And so there's still a lot there's still a lot of cool ideas and this creativity. Um, at the end of the day, I'll I will probably pick another game. Sure. Um so, I, I'm still not going to necessarily have like, uh, 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 even though this is an improvement in so many ways, there's there's something about it that's like not as much fun for me. Yeah. And there's there's something about the simplicity and cartoonishness of the NES graphics that I mm. really enjoy. Sure. Even though those games are like even more difficult. Um, Interesting. I like I like the look of those games. Even though I think they're almost impossible to play, <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have so many mixed feelings about Mega Man and about Capcom games in general. <laughs> I think they make really weird fucking games, and I always thought that they did. Yeah. Uh, they're NES games more than than maybe this, but um, yeah. What I don't know, we- but they also made like a brilliant fucking game in Minish Cap. Yeah. So, so that's that's my feelings about it. It's like I I enjoyed it. I I didn't like love it, but I mm. I don't know if I could truly love any Mega Man game.
0: <laughs> right. That's I that's probably where love I'm at. this one as much as I could. Like I, I think this one is up there for me. But then again, mm-hmm. same like I think I like it better than you. I like Mega Man as a concept more than you do. But it's still like I'll take Mario over this any any day. I'll take Final Fantasy over this any day if i'm gonna replay an old game well uh with all that said um i now have to ask you my friend what makes it sing
4: let's let's jump right into it mega mega man mega man man mega man mega <laughs> mega man mega man, man cub mega man mega man <laughs> It's not man cup mega mega man he's a mega man got a mega man man
1: cub mega man. something uh Wait, you cup noticed. Apropos of nothing, something Walter noticed because he's he notices everything, I guess, is on on original artwork. I have to do, I would have to confirm this, but I guess I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that he's right if he noticed this. On original artwork for the first Mega Man game, he's holding like a blaster or oh, a that's gun true or a weapon, and then yeah, and then it changes thing. into that it's part of his arm.
0: That's so funny, yeah. That first. Games cover art is notoriously bad because he just—it really looks like okay. Put Tron in your head and try to make it more corny.
2: Mega Man, Mega Mega Man, doing all the mega things that a Mega Mega
1: Man can is a Mega Man man. I kind of think, do you know Donovan?
0: No. Like, hood good man man Oh, I think man, you told man, me about guy. Donovan. I think I listened to a Donovan album once at your recommendation, like, eight years ago or something.
1: It's so ridiculous. I love it. I, I kept thinking of that. Mega Man is a Mega Mega Man. He's a Mega Man, Mega Man, man Mega Man. I love, I love, I mean, you, I think you probably know this about probably already know so I mean, like i love that those kinds of like just excessive drum fills with like all the triplets right where he, just, he just keeps doing it over and over and over again <laughs> I I just like constantly he just never stops doing those fills the drummer is like this is my song now Mega Man Man, Mega Mega Man Man, he's a Mega Man, Mega Mega Man, he's a Mega Man, a man of the Mega,
4: if there was ever a man, if there ever was a man... Who could be a Mega Man, he would be a man of the Mega Robot arms, got robot legs, he's a robot brain Cause
1: he's a robot Mega Man Man, robot Mega Man
4: He's got a robot, a robot body and a robot mind Never going not gonna leave the world behind He's gonna fight of the robot bat He's got a good robot heart that's full of love Gonna fight the bad robots With his power
1: glove With his power glove He's a Mega Man Man, 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 rubber man, man. man, Mega, man.
4: Mega Man Man Mega Man 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 Mega Mega Man Man, man. Mega Mega Man Man, man. Mega, Mega man, man Man He's a Mega Mega man, man If there was ever a Man Man a Mega Man He's the Man Mega Man Man <laughs> He's got a mega house, got a mega house, got a house. mega life, he's got a mega child and a mega wife, he's got a mega, he's got a mega job and a mega car, he eats a mega sandwich and he drinks mega juice from his mega jar. <laughs> Makes mega love to his mega wife. It's like
1: like Mega Man, did you, did you watch WandaVision? Oh, uh, yeah. It's like if like, Mega Man is just like, a, has to be like a dude with a job. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. And
1: that's what the song is about. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Get in my mega car and go to the mega factory. Gotta put on my mega overalls and make mega, make mega triscuits for your pantry. Oh, Take mega the mega
1: dog? kids to the meg. Drop off the meg kids at the mega school. Take the mega dog to the mega vet and go uh, to the mega Whole Foods. Uh, new mega bath mat. at Mega Target.
0: At mega bath, mega bed, and mega beyond. Mega bed, mega bath. At the- <laughs> Gonna get lunch
4: at the Mega Chipotle tonight. Cause he's the Mega Man Man, Mega Mega Man Man, Mega Mega Man. Man. He's the Mega Man Man, Mega Mega Man Man, Man, Mega, Mega 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 Man. He's got Mega Love. Doesn't know where to make start. Cause he wants to know can a robot feel pain? <laughs> so he hurts himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Will you break his mega heart?
2: <laughs> Never mega love. and Break him out of this mega hell. And say, this is not my mega life. This, this is, is not my mega house.
4: house. This is not my mega child. This is not my mega love. Mega love for you baby Mega love for you baby Mega love for you baby Give me a mega love Give me a mega Give me, give me a Give give, give me a mega
2: love (laughs) Mega blaster with me Get your mega blaster on Mega man are you
4: a robot are you a man are you a little bit of both are you a little bit of both do you know what food tastes like (laughs) do you know what love feels like do you know what dreams smell like do you know what love feels like? Are you a mega
2: boy? Do you feel mega joy? Do you dream in code? Do you dream in ones and zeros? Do you dream of wave beam heroes? Not wave
0: beam, that's Metroid. Do you dream Do you of dream- gods and heroes?
2: Do you dream of gods and heroes? Mega Man. Mega Man, he's the megas man there ever was, Mega Man.
4: Running through tunnels and running on planets and fighting the bosses and the Mega Man is the Mega Man the Mega never, never, never felt so good before. <laughs> running up the hills, the Mega Man, Mega Man. The Mega Man's coming, he's coming down the hill
2: (laughs) He's gonna steal your weapons You're gonna be like you He's gonna steal your thing that makes you an animal, makes you an animal, oh, oh, oh. Stealing your missiles. Stealing your ice beam. You might think you're
4: a zero, but now you're a hero. Mega Man, Mega Man gonna bust at my guiro, bust at my guiro, yeah,
2: <laughs> what's under that helmet, what's under that armor, did <laughs> Dr. Light give you a mega mega ding dong, oh, <laughs> What's under that helmet
4: What's on un- What's under that armor Do you Do you have a beautiful Head of hair Do you have a beautiful Derriere Did Dr. Light Give you A robot Penis Do you have a robot Robot (laughs) penis, yeah. Robot penis, yeah. Do you have one? Do you need one? Robot penis, yeah. Robot penis. Do you have one? Do you need one? If you want one, I can get you one. I know a guy. I know a guy in Chinatown. He's got a.
2: He's he got, got a. An assortment of robot wangers, boomer kawangers. If you want a robot
4: penis, I can get you one. I know a guy who knows a guy. He says they're lots of fun. (laughs) Robot penis. Robot penis. You can have one. They used to be illegal. Now they're not.
2: They're 100% 100 non-functioning.
4: Promise that it's busted <laughs> just like my own If I can't have a real dick that works why would I give a real one to a robot <laughs> Doodly do, do. Doodly do 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 a robot shouldn't have a penis that's better than mine. <laughs> oh my God, what does any of that mean?
0: Well, verse two Robot vagina,
4: <laughs> nothing is finer. Fill it with mead, which is a sweet fizzy wine.
1: <laughs> Tying it all together, every thread of this episode.
4: Robots love to drink and smoke. Robots love to tell a joke. Robots love to fight and screw robots will make love to you <laughs> robots they'll do anything robots can't you hear me sing you're my mega joy mega boy mega pride and wait mega boy you're my mega joy I'll be your little human toy me your love Human toy Won't you tie me down In this robot town And use me In my Wedding gown (laughs) I'll wear a robot Wedding gown If you'll Use me like a Like the human trash I am. <laughs> Doodly did do, do. Doodly do. Did it too. Baby. Mega Man Mega Mega Man Man, he's a Mega Man, Mega 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 Man Man. Mega Man Man, the man of the Mega, he's the Meggiest man, if there ever was a man. He's got a robot body and a robot mind He ain't gonna leave the human world behind He's got a robot heart that's full of love Gonna fight the mavericks with his power glove Take the mega kids and the mega pets To the mega school and the mega vets Get a mega hose for the mega Pond From mega bed, mega bath, and mega beyond Mega man man, mega mega man man He's a mega man, mega 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 man man Mega man man He's the man, he's the Mega Mega Man! Oh Mega Man, are you a robot? Are you a man or a little bit of both? Do you know what food tastes like? Do you know what love feels like? Do you dream of ones and zeros? Do you dream of gods and heroes? What's under that helmet? what's under that armor do you have a beautiful head of hair are you mega hunger smooth down there did dr light give you a robot penis a robot penis yeah Can get you one robot penis.
2: I know a guy who knows a guy, he says they're lots of fun. I
4: promise that it's busted, just like my own. If I can't have a real dick that works, why would I give a real one to a robot? Doodle do-dock Toodly, do, 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 do 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 baby. Robots love to drink and smoke. Robots love to tell a joke. Robots love to fight and screw. Robots will make love to you. Robots will do anything. Robot, can you hear me sing? You're my mega boy, mega joy. Let's call that guy and get your mega toy A Toodle to A Baby.
0: Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Bit Parade. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bitparadepod and email us your questions or game suggestions at bitparadepod at gmail.com. Eli, where can our listeners find you? You can
1: find me at Eli Bolin on Instagram and Twitter and elibolin.net on the interweb website place where people have websites to look at sites on the web yeah cool <laughs> and where are you? you've got all that stuff
0: yeah i got all that stuff over there too i'm at mike Petrie on twitter and instagram even though i'm never on instagram uh i've kind of taken a break from twitch i'm going to sort of figure out what my schedule is because i'm starting a show in a couple weeks um, so i'm going to have to figure out how that all fits together but we'll see i'm also on soundcloud and at the very least uh mikepetri.com Let's see, all the music in this episode is by the two of us. Our cover art is by Nicole Wong, who you can follow on Instagram at underscore nerdfaithartish. Uh, So don't forget to subscribe to Bit Parade on your favorite podcatcher.
1: Please rate and review us. If you do, we might read your review on the show, and that would be cool because then uh, you would be listening to us right now, but then we would be saying your name and the words that you wrote, and then that would make you feel good. Uh, You could sit back with a glass of wine and maybe you would have a lover on your arm, listening or, to the podcast take. together. A lover or two, so you'd sit back together, you know, all be like hanging out, you know, you know, hit, hitting your, uh, your, 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 bongs <laughs> and shit, and and uh, listening to and be like, hey, look, that's me, that's my words, and I'm I'm being talked about on that podcast, and then whoever you're with would be like, what, what on earth, you're famous, and then they would fall to their knees and give you pleasure the likes of which you've never known (laughs) on in this century
0: so think about rating and reviewing us that's what i do with this podcast actually because i play it back to my girlfriend margaret and i'm like hey that was my name and she's like that's just you saying your own name that doesn't count yeah like but maybe you hear my name on the daily
1: she might be impressed anyway yeah i hope so
0: well, thanks so much for tuning in to Bit Parade <laughs> with Mike Petrie and Eli Boland. We'll see you in two weeks when we tackle Star Tropics. Until then, robots Once will, robots take, care will of you. take care of you. I think mean, we don't need to both say it. <laughs> Is that weird?
1: <laughs> I think it's, it's funny. All right. Until then, robots, robots will take, will care, take of care,
0: of you. care of you. I fix it in post. It's fine. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: All right. Yay. Good night, and, everybody. Another episode. Another ep. We did it.